Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, right? This is your day. I know. I know. Mother's Day is kind of like my version of a Christmas party. And I just actually <laughs> don't even care about it. I know that sounds really odd. I just doesn't even. I don't know if your mum will be happy about you oh, saying that. No, I was meaning me. I wasn't speaking on behalf of my beloved mother. <laughs> um, love you, mum. No, I just kind of think about it and I'm like, it's not a big deal to me. Well, but why, but why is that? I don't know. Do you want me to talk about where Mother's Day started and I, give you a bit of background? I, I, I would I, love that. I had no idea. And when you said we were going to do this, I was like, ooh, I wonder where Mother's Day actually started and why it's here. Uh, and you did research? I, I did. I, I wrote a few notes. I'm actually Here we very go. impressed. So in 1924, Janet Hayden from Sydney started the Australian tradition of giving gifts to mums on Mother's Day. Thanks for creating this shitstorm, Janet. (laughs) (laughs) I actually don't see it as a shitstorm. No, but hang on, hang on, let me keep going. Okay. So Janet was on the committee for the Home of Destitute Women and she realised all these women kind of never received any gifts or any kind of love and support and she thought it was a nice way to, I guess, start that that giving gesture of making them feel like they were valued. So then it got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now, isn't it funny though that if you now looking at like with the research that you've done, which I'm very impressed by, so am I. Thank you. <laughs> we haven't actually cross checked these facts, so maybe. Just <laughs> <laughs> but I would. Um, I, I do think it's quite fascinating that the sentiment of maybe that you know mothers like the needing of acknowledgement and and support has been around for a very long time. Yeah, and to brighten people's lives. Well, it's not an easy gig. Uh, let's let's. I mean, parenting. It's a hard slog. Parenting isn't an, an easy gig, but I don't don't I don't see Mother's Day as specific to parenting. Like I see it as such a broad spectrum thing now, especially now that Mum's passed away, because I'm like. I see it as so many women in my life have influenced um, like where my whole entire upbringing has been influenced by women in so many different facets. Like I think about all my grandma, which I know like is a grandmother, and then I think about like Tom's grandma. She was like a powerhouse and just had such good values. I think about um, my godmother and albeit like, you know, it wasn't an official ceremony godmother. It was sort of, I call her, I joke and say she's my fairy godmother. But like, yeah, well, they all, all shape these who women, you are. Yeah, that had like have had such an influence on who I am today. And a lot of these women are women that may not have had children, but it doesn't mean, you know, they don't have that, I guess, nurturing, loving, caring, motherly impact relationship with you. Just because you choose not to have children doesn't mean you can't be that person for someone else. Yeah. And can't be a, I guess, a mother figure. Mm. I can imagine and I can see why Mother's Day is so challenging. And even recently we did speak with um the incredible Lucy Fagans from the Design Files, who was informing us that even brands and stuff are, are now like trying to recognise that, um, you know, that it is whilst it's a special day and a meaningful day, and I do believe an important day, it also um, is quite challenging and bring drudges up a lot of things for different people. And so there's these brands that yes. are, that are opting out of um, you can opt out of their comms 
so that you don't have to receive a... You don't need it shoved down your face. No. All the time. No. Down your face. That's a lack of brutal. Down your throat. (laughs) In your face. I just think, yeah, it's... Sometimes you don't you don't want it, you don't need it. Does it need to be all about giving physical gifts and consumerism? I don't think it does. No. I think it's about gestures, time spent and yeah, you know, I guess So that being said, being that you're not a huge fan of the day anyway, like what is your ultimate mother's day? I think just spending time with, you know, By the women that you like. Yeah, I was, I was actually thinking alone in a hotel room at the sofa shop. <laughs> With a bottle of champagne, a straw, and all the lights <laughs> off, and no reception. I know. I am happy like... Mother's Day. Um, so no, in saying that, I'll I'll rephrase that um, with my family. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably lunch. Everything for me revolves around food, cooking, eating. Yeah. You know, relaxed gestures. I'd love a cup of tea in bed and a handmade card. And, you know, obviously to see my mum. Yeah. But you've got to think about, you know, your mother-in-law, grandparents. Mm. You know, it's always you're trying to fit a lot of things into one It is. It's actually one day. of those, yes, there's one eight-hour day. You've got, you've got a lot of people to consider and, you know, and then you've also, I find I'll jump between trying to, like be there and sh- like show the people that have had an impact on me, i.e. my mother-in-law, my my mum. Like I try to make a concerted effort, even though mum's not around. So what do you do to show the children that you, you know, value and, and think about your mother on Mother's Day? Well, I'm learning through, learning through mistake. <laughs> again. Yeah, it's the only way. <laughs> yeah, but I, two years ago or three years ago, I, because I'm at home full time, I got sick of the idea or concept of, Cooking and cleaning. So I was like, I, I would like my Mother's Day to be a real treat. And so I was like, let's all go have a staycay and book like a hotel in the city and stay the night all together and wake up and do this beautiful breakfast. It was an absolute disaster. Um, no one, no, like the kids didn't get the concept. They were being absolute little SHITs and... Tom was just like in la-la land. Like checked out. He's checked like, out. I'm at the hotel one. <laughs> yeah. And I just had to stand back and go, what am I doing? I'm actually not teaching any values to my children and, like, I feel really, like... Let down. Let down. Yeah. And then – so then it made me reevaluate what I was doing and how also I wasn't um, acknowledging my mum on that day and so then my kids weren't either and how do I teach them going forward? So after that, look, a little bit depressing, but we decided we would go visit her plot – and I will say Springvale has a gorgeous cafe and a playground <laughs> and it's actually not a bad experience. Like we go get coffees, the kids have a play on the playground and then we go visit her plot, we take a flower and like I just acknowledge mum because otherwise the kids don't get it. And the biggest thing I think is just women, these women, whether it be your mentors, your grandmothers, your aunties, your sisters, what have you, they have such a profound impact on you and I think you need, like we need to teach, if anything, like our kids to, it's important to stop and take stock of who they are and why they're special to you. Yes. And whether or not they're here or not. And I think that for me it was important 
for my kids to see mum's not here but she did this and this and this for me and she looks over us and all those sort of things so that the kids are very well aware of what it is to love your loved ones while you have them yes, and what it means when they're not around as well. But, you know, I, I like what about you? Who are the women in your life that you've like now upon reflection do you think of? Like, I do think I was actually thinking about this the other day obviously because we were talking about it but um, – you know, growing up, my dad's mum, Velda, who used to run hotels, I used to think she was an absolute lunatic because she used to just run around the house cleaning and just running it like a military operation. And I'm like, mm, sounds you are, I'm like, I want to grow up and be like you. Like, I am happy that's been, I don't know, ingrained in me. Like, yeah. I know I'm slightly manic, but God, she was a machine. And yeah. I was like, she was running hotels, huge hotels. Yeah. And she was a boss. Like, you think about it, and I was chatting to Dad about it as well the other day because I kind of – there's gaps in your family history and you realise, you know, you want to piece it together. And she got married quite young and I think six weeks after their wedding, he died of an aneurysm. Wow. And it was horrific. And Mm. she had to rebuild her entire life. And and that future she thought she was going to have with him just never – I guess eventuated and how do you get through that? And then she met my dad's dad and they went on to, you know, run really successful hotels together and my dad was brought up in hotels. And So when you say hotels, uh, you're referring to like – The Point Nepean Hotel down at Portsea. Yeah. So she used to run that with my grandfather and dad got brought up in that hotel and you chat to people's parents and grandparents and they remember going in there and Velda was there greeting them And she just ran it. And I'm Mm. like, God, that's, you know, that is aspirational to me. She worked the whole time. Mm. Um, And then I find it quite fascinating because then you've also got very much a lot of your mum, like you're so creative and artistic. So you've kind of got these mixed. Yeah, you kind of draw from different things. And it's funny what ends up shaping you. I think, you know, mum used to work every weekend and dad used to work during the week and they kind of, swapped and I guess worked as a team to kind of help each other but yeah she's she's really creative mm. I I do have a bit of it um I think I think you've got more than than like yeah <laughs> and, and, and you know I try to teach the girls yeah I'm like what would the girls take from me they're like mum you're always screaming but yeah <laughs> Yeah. Well, they're going to take that. No, I'm joking. No, I know. I'm like, they just <laughs> scream back at me and I'm like, I've created a monster. No, but like I love with you, with your girls, like you do things and your mum does things with them like dressmaking, um, dressmaking outfits for the Sylvanian family dolls. Yeah, I hate them looking ugly. I know, but see that to me is just fascinating and it's just such a sense of creativity and like – yeah, you know, and, these and little everyone things brings different down. things to the party. Like I, you know, I even think about the girls with their godparents. You know, I'm I have a great relationship with my godmothers. I still, you know, chat to them and and ring them for different things that I can't necessarily chat to my mum about. Mm. And 
you know, they're positive role models in your life. Yeah, definitely. I had that same with my fairy godmother, whilst, again, wasn't official. Um, you know, like I used to call her on, like, drunken nights out when I was a teenager. Come and be like, help, help. And she was so good. Like, she – and it was so nice to have that person that you would yes. turn to and be like, hey, look, I can't tell mum this, but – This has happened. Yeah. Do you reckon they ever told our mums? Oh, well, not mine, but – yeah. <laughs> They rang Terry. They rang exactly. Terry. No, no one would call my dad about stuff. You know dad what? Still though, doesn't Terry know actually stuff. still came and picked us up from the pub. Yes, and so he still he did. reminds me. He's like, "So I remember picking you up," and I was like, "Terry, that was twenty five years ago." <laughs> picked us up and then would make us hot Milo's. God bless his little heart. He, I was like, "No one wants hot Milo, Dad. Everyone like wants milk. a shot of vodka." No, no one wants milk when you've had like fifty Smirnoff double black. Uh, no, it was just like he always he had no idea. But that's all right. He's a sweet man. Sweet man. <laughs> no, but I, like it's funny because my grandma. Like I think about where I'm at now, and I'm this weird cross road between mum worked seven days a week with dad in real estate when she was around and then nana was a homemaker and so mum was this real powerhouse that used to like um you know make really amazing meals and and host and then work seven days a week and then nana was always the rock like kept the family together literally picking up to be honest now in hindsight I do totally empathize with what she did because she was really behind the scenes and not really at the forefront of everyone's gratitude all the time because she was the person that was just doing yeah, the holding the glue the, the peripheral kind of stuff you don't realize or look at but um and it's definitely I think what I really appreciate is both those women in my life as well as my grandma on my dad's side like everyone had really good values and they pass those down to me and they're like now would I hold the dearest. And you would hope that we could, in, you know, ingrain them in our children. Yes. Well, we try. I don't know. Most... Who knows what goes in, to be honest. <laughs> I'm not Some sure. Some days I look at you and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I would say most days. But I had a win last night that I was really happy about, that I was Bertie's learning to share games. And he was like, you – and I'm like, where would you come up with that idea? And he goes, you, you told me, Mum. And I'm like, yes, win. I've got something right. <laughs> Something's right. I'm not losing. No, it's hard. Like, you just don't know how they're going to turn out, do you? Just do your best and hope that they leave home at 18. I know. So, ultimate Mother's Day. So, what what do you reckon is the ultimate thing to receive? What what do you think the ultimate thing to do or give someone? Um... I just want a card from my children. Yeah, I, I just really ideally love, long, yeah. and even though they're only they four can't even five, <laughs> <laughs> telling me how wonderful I am would be fantastic. But realistically, I'm going to get some. I just love a coffee in bed. Yeah, maybe a sleep in. Yeah, and then some kind of delicious meal. Delicious. That's that's setting the maybe not time. cooked by them. <laughs> cooked by Provador. <laughs> See, I, I would, yes, I'm pretty much on the same. I'm sleeping, um, coffee in bed, visit mum's plot, and then I'd like to go and visit the women that have, like, you know, had an impact on me, whether it be my godmother, my mother-in-law. And I think just sending people a text and, like, you know, saying, and even I actually do that to friends too. I'm like, yeah, have a great day, love you so much, you know, I hope you enjoy this and you are a great mum. mm 
because I think people don't do that enough. Like you just send a text to your friends, the ones that you think are great parents, not the ones that you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Not many, (laughs) Um, but you're out there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm with you, I agree. I think acknowledging what I'd like to do going forward from Mother's Day is acknowledging beyond the grandmother, mother, like those women, like my boss, my old boss from – Work was just such an incredible woman that juggled motherhood and working. Yeah, and nurtured you in your role as well. Like they help you and because I seeked that. I because that mum wasn't around. I really seeked that from people. I I seeked older women's um, guidance and support because I didn't know where else to garner it. And and like there are so many that to have, and they're so wise. Yes. Like I've found since moving to Red Hill, I you know you never lose your friends that you have in Melbourne, and I guess you make friends through all walks of life. Yeah, but a lot of my friends are women who are a lot older, mm. and you know they might be fifteen years older, and I love like you know learning from them. Their their life experience is invaluable, and they've taught me so much, mm. and I yeah I value it so much. So with like uh, sort of what we've learned from this season in relation to turning it back to Mother's Day and mothers, like we've learnt things like from Dr Emily Musgrove, um, we should prioritise taking five minutes for ourselves to self-reflect on each other, like on, on yourself as an individual to work out what you're – if you're living by your values – like, and to prioritise that, what are some other things that we've learned throughout the season? I think it's just been, you know, I personally have loved the thing that I've loved most about chatting to all these different women and, you know, men. We love you, James. We love you, James. <laughs> Shout out to James. Um, you know, how, how they juggle, how they work, how their life evolves with all the different people that, that help and support them to mm. do what they want to do and be the best version of themselves because mm. it is so hard. Yes. Yeah, yeah, because Sarah, Sarah Pound was a great example of that and Lucy Fagans. I mean, and they both talked about how um, they've, they've – but they were both actually women that um, have also – made their passions their business too but also like and taking time with, for yourself balanced it with being a mother as well and knowing your strengths your weaknesses and you know what I guess makes you the best version of yourself yeah I think Mother's Day for some people feels like a great day filled with flowers brunch catching up with friends and things but it can also be you know an incredibly complex and difficult day yeah I think you know if you're struggling with infertility, you've lost a child, you've lost a mother, your mother's sick, you know, you have a complex relationship or a fractured relationship with with a parent, um, well, obviously a mother, um, it, it's so hard to navigate. And oh, I yeah. I think it can, you know, leave a lot of people feeling pretty crappy. Yes. Well, that's why I, I agree and I can see, I think about Hayley Buckley who spoke in our, one of our, in our journey con- to conceive episode and when she said you know just consider people when you're posting it's not like don't post but it's also just more that that thought and as you said before like sending a text message to the people that you're thinking about on that day because I do think she, I mean her 
speaking specifically to her journey to conceive, she was saying, you know, it's just the validation of being acknowledged. And I think sometimes just acknowledging your loved ones or people that you, you know, that you know may be struggling that day um, is important because then you can, it, it, it may make a huge difference, whereas it's something so simple and straightforward. 100%. And I think it's just, you know, celebrating love, care, mentorship, guidance and inspiration that other women bring to our lives. Yes, yeah, definitely. And I am... Um, you know, you inspire me, Rash. <laughs> <laughs> That's do. very kind on that note. Thank you. Um, you inspire me also. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, we wouldn't have been able to do this podcast. You're the yin to my yang. <laughs> we wouldn't have been able to do this podcast without each other. It's been such a learning curve and experience. And I think even doing a Mother's Day episode with you and together feels um, very special and appropriate and we just want to be able to acknowledge like everyone and being an inclusive that today is a special day. Enjoy it however makes you feel the most content, fulfilled and comfortable and if it is, if you are having a really hard day, Zoe and I get it and we hear... probably having a hard day too. <laughs> Get it, and we hear you, and we see you, and we, you know, we women and mothers particularly are the. I do strongly believe are the force behind so much that doesn't get acknowledged. Yes, we have a very loud and advertised and commercial Mother's Day, but I think on a day to day basis, sometimes I do think the message of the background stuff that we do, the background stuff that women in your life do that help you, lift you up, pull you through, support you through so much, gets missed. And it, it doesn't necessarily need a, a whole entire massive celebration day. It's it's more, I guess, acknowledging those women. The little women. things every day. Yeah, the little things every day. But we celebrate you today. Have a fabulous Mother's Day, Rat. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Not Super Woman. You can find extra resources, links and information on our website, which is notsuper-woman.com. Is that a dash or a hyphen? A dash is a hyphen, Rash. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> um, and if you're enjoying what we're bringing, you can follow us on our socials and we're across all podcast platforms. So hit subscribe, guys.